All right, welcome to another episode of the podcast. We're going to be talking about how to get your dream job that you love as much as sex. <laughs> so I'm Chris. I'm joined by my lovely girlfriend, Jamina. She's back on the episode. She's back again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's wearing a, a jacket. You can't. You guys can't see any of this, but she's wearing a jacket that has a, a tiger on it. Yeah. Oh my God, you're just yeah, wearing an embroidered, yeah, <laughs> embroidered uh, tiger on it. And she has a, a denim skirt with a lot of holes in it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Thanks for letting that. Oh, wait, yeah. no, but it's like the sign holes. Yeah. Like it yeah. has holes. And we're making an effort out here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, I have pants that have holes in them too. Yeah. I have these jeans that have like lots of holes. Yeah. It's called rape jeans. Yeah. Rape skirt. And, I, and I'm making like an effort. I have my watermelon socks on. I've got this flowery t shirt. It's the quarantine and, and we're keeping it real up in here. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying. We're applying the last, po- last podcast about like... Yeah, dressing up, making an yeah. effort. Yeah, <laughs> shaking it up. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about, you know, work and jobs that you love. And you don't have to listen to a lot of people that say, you know, just get a job that's safe. You know, get a job in a company that you can grow very steadily and it gives you a decent income. It can support your family. You don't have to worry about a recession. You know, because that doesn't really make sense. Um, I think Warren Buffett had a, had a good quote on this. He's like, you know, your job and work is like sex. You don't want to wait till you're old to enjoy it. And that's like <laughs> the perfect metaphor because, yeah, mm. your job is like sex. Cause you, you don't want to go 50 years doing something you hate and then, oh, man, when I'm, when I'm 80 or 60, I'm going to do what I love, my hobbies and passions. Because, uh, yeah, when it comes... It turns uh, out your passion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and when you do what you love, you're automatically a better person all around. Like, you're not so irritated. You're not depressed. You're not just horrible to be around because it shows like when people hate their jobs you can see it in every aspect of their life like they're they're destroyed spiritually mentally physically yeah and they always work so bad like they arrive late they want to leave always complaining yeah and they don't want to learn and if they have to work like on a saturday or something they're just you're not only torturing yourself you're torturing everyone around you Mm -hmm. yeah so it's it's not something you're doing just to yourself for your family. You're not doing this for your family. You're hurting your family too, because mm-hmm. they can see it. They can see that you're miserable in your uh-huh. eyes. Yeah. And also, it's easier for you to lose your job because since you don't love it, you yeah. also don't become essential to it. Yeah, everyone in the company like, who if I oh, if I Bob over there and he looks depressed as heck every yeah. day he comes in with this Tim Hortons. Let's do him a favor. Yeah, <laughs> it's he's got stains all over his shirt. Yeah, <laughs> he hasn't combed his hair in thirty years. Yeah. I've heard him say at least 50 times that he hates this job. Uh-huh. Let's get rid of Bob over there. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be Bob, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if there is a Bob out there, I'm sorry. Yeah. Be like Jim, <laughs> the dude that loves his job. And whenever the promotion comes around, they're like, hey, man, Jim. Over there, mm-hmm. he always has a positive attitude. He's always smiling. He's always finding new ways to bring money into this company. Yeah, he's always grateful. He's always learning new things. He's always um, bringing something to the company. So, yeah. Yeah. And maybe we'll think that, oh, man, I'm going to get my dream job and, you know, I'm going to be working the right amount of hours. I'm going to be, you know, it's going to be perfect. Yeah. That's not how life works. Most of the time when you get your dream job or a job that you love, you might be working twice as much for half as half the amount. You're sacrificing many things together. Yeah. My first job, people don't believe how little I was earning. It was like $10,000 a year. That's how much I was earning in my first marketing job. That's like three times lower than the actual market value. Uh, but I, I didn't even stay in that job for that long. I think I was in that job for maybe six months, less than six months. And I already got a job that was like $36,000. So I more than 3x my money within six months. And then another six months from that, I got another job that was even more money than that. So I like doubled my money eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you, you can grow your income quite quickly when you're doing what you love because you learn a lot of skills. I learned 
you know, how to build websites and market on Facebook. No, so you gotta be quick. Um, mm-hmm. Don't take too long. To flip, in, yeah. Uh-huh, in, and also to learn the skills. Yeah, you don't like, have to stay in a, in a company for 10 years, two years, three years. You can change within six months, mm-hmm. especially if they're not paying you a lot of money. Uh, if you have student loans or expenses and stuff, there's, there's no virtue in staying there uh, and being loyal to a company that doesn't even sustain your basic, you know, your basic lifestyle or, or standard of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can't pay for your car or your house, your family with the job that you're in, you know, it's time to get another one, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that being said, there's also no dignity lost if you're working in a job like, you know, Wendy's or McDonald's that has a minimum wage. Or, or say you're even cleaning toilets, you know, to just get money on the table for your family, right? There's nothing wrong with that. So we want to start off by saying that there's, there's no loss of dignity and there's nothing wrong with having a job. You should always have a job, right? Yeah, so yeah. that's something that we were talking. Many people, they wait for their dream job, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's right after um, university or maybe after working a long time in a job, they're like, oh, I'm going to quit and then go for that dream job. Mm-hmm. But it might not happen. You might not find it or, I don't know, yeah. many things might happen. Yeah. It's better that you have a job that you don't yeah, have Yeah, provide for your family first. Exactly. It, it, just just do as much as you can. Maybe not meeting all the obligations of your family, but make sure you at least have a job. Don't take welfare because uh-huh. that puts you in the wrong mindset. Like, oh, I can get almost as much money from the government, let me just stay at home. It just messes with your mindset when exactly. you're not employed. Yeah, and if you read the Bible as well, it, it says that you need to provide for your family, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you, I think there's a verse that says, basically, if you don't provide for your family, you're like worse than an unbeliever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, those are like pretty strong statements made by the Bible as well, right? Yeah, like laziness is yeah. not something that God Yeah, it's not, it's not godliness to just be lazy and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. So, in case you don't find that dream job, at least get a minimum wage job, get mm-hmm. something that, you know, it's 40 hours paid less, but get a job, right? Mm-hmm. And then from there, how can you get that dream job then, Chris? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, so, yeah, yeah. She, she's, trying, she's trying to throw me like a ball. <laughs> yeah, oh, what do you call it? Like a, like a, <laughs> she's trying to throw me a little easy one over there. But I forgot to mention another thing. It can also be a job that pays you like a million dollars a year, but it just mm-hmm. is unfulfilling. And you might have to like lower your income to do something you actually love. Like, maybe you have a job that pays you a million dollars a year, but you never get to see your family. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll be a lot happier if you earn 30000 or $60,000 and you get to spend time with your kids, right? Yeah, so and that's because be... you have to wait, like, what mm-hmm. actually matters for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it actually your job that mm-hmm. pays the lifestyle that you want, but do you get to enjoy the lifestyle? Mm-hmm. Or not, you prefer to be more with your family mm-hmm. or enjoy more, like, mm-hmm. some free time for yourself, whatever, right? Yeah. The goal of finding a job that you love is it should eventually have the potential to sustain to like basically sustain your your cost of your lifestyle Uh with having money left over for your savings and investment so that's the goal whatever job you pick in industry it should have the potential if you put the work into it you know to provide you with income to have a decent lifestyle with you your friends your family or you know relatives and stuff like that and then you should also be able to save X amount of dollars to put towards retirement accounts or savings accounts or real estate investments or stock investments mm-hmm. or bond investments. Um, so you can't just be sustaining your basic needs, right? Yeah. That might be okay for the first couple of years or maybe lessen your your, your needs if you're switching to a different career. Yeah, you but gotta keep growing yeah, too. Yeah. Um, you cannot be stuck in there. Even if you're in a lot of money, I think you still need to keep growing. Yeah, yeah. Keep in mind that when you start. You know, you might go into a new profession with something that you love, maybe like an online business or something. Initially, you might be making a lot less mm-hmm. than what you were previously. Of but course, yeah. the, the goal is, you know, to become professional 
on I mean, it, yeah, yeah, skills yeah. You, you, the goal is to become like a professional at what you're doing and then grow your income over time, right? And you have to be consistent in that new job and uh, be familiarized with yeah, the market that yeah. you are in. What you earn right now is not representative of what you're going to earn in the future, right? Mm-hmm. You might be earning maybe just $20,000 in your first year, but you know, 10 years down the line, you got to be thinking, can I earn $200,000? Can I earn $2 million in this profession? Yeah, that maybe what you're earning in money is not the same as you're earning knowledge, mm-hmm. in skills, in experience, right? Yeah, a good so. example might be an artist. Like, the first couple of years, you know, they might just be doing gigs for other people, just barely surviving, mm-hmm. right? But if you're an artist, the goal is to get your name out there uh-huh. and get your brand know out there. Know what the people yeah. want, what customers yeah. want, what they're looking for. Is, is your brand compatible with, like, a fashion label? Can they pick you up and take your art and put it on a shirt mm-hmm. or a bag or a purse? Or, you know, is 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 my style of art, you know, can, can I do murals for cities? Can I, you know... Fly to Tokyo and design bottles of I don't know sake or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta think of your your profession. Like, is it is it compatible with a growth in income year over year? Uh, and then that being said, um, don't pick a job that destroys you, right? Um, or it destroys you, your social life or your family. There's no point in having a job that destroys you. A good example would be like uh, like an MMA wrestler. Say he's a, he's a great MMA wrestler, mixed martial arts fighter. And he's amazing at his job and he's at the top of his game and he has the potential of maybe making millions of dollars a year, but he's getting too much brain damage from being kicked in the head, right? Mm-hmm. You know, his, his motor skills are starting to slow down. He's... Uh, Almost he, any sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah physical contact. That, yeah. Board, yeah. You got to weigh your, your options. I think a good example would be Joe Rogan, right? He was getting a lot of negative, um, you know, side effects from being in mixed martial arts, but then he pivoted. And he became some sort of an actor, and then he pivoted from that into stand-up comedy, and then he pivoted into his podcast, right? And he mm-hmm. still does a lot of these roles, right? He's a uh, he's still in MMA as a commentator, but he pivoted right into something that was you more evolve. yeah you healthy gotta, and, uh-huh. and sustainable, and he's making Find a lot more yeah in those in those professions. He's like one of the top podcasters in the world, right? He was able to pivot to a job within the same you know set of skills mm-hmm. for the most part. He's still you know exercises he still does a lot of mma but he's doing it in a healthy way mm-hmm. so you can use the skills that you have to produce even more income sometimes when you pivot into something that's more healthy for your family right and there's no point in in doing something that you know is just incompatible with your life and priorities right like what's the point of a job if it destroys your family and your relationship with god there's no point yeah so yeah. i was talking to chris about this even if it's a dream job exactly there's yeah. so many people that have like a dream job of being a doctor and you know that you're gonna be called at 2 a.m in the morning yeah um i used to play soccer and there was this guy who he was like super high paid mm-hmm. doctor mm-hmm. and he'll be called in the middle of game and everybody will be mad like you don't mm-hmm. have time for this you don't have time for anything right mm-hmm. So in cases like that, um, I was talking to Chris and he was like, yeah, you should kind of marry someone that understands that yeah. career and that is on the same Yeah, so area, you, right? you got to find the right family as well. If you can, if, if you're married already, it's too late. You might need to find another job. But if you're mm-hmm. a doctor and you know your hours are going to be crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you got to find someone that can is compatible with your lifestyle. Maybe it's a, a someone in neuro research who gives seminars all over the world. So they understand your lifestyle and they exactly. understand... Your, your makeup so if they if you have to go you know maybe a couple of hours a day on call they understand that too because they might be at a conference a couple of days out of the week right so you're compatible that way right uh, and if you'll have kids at some point in your life you know they'll understand that one person uh, would have to stay at home probably the wife uh, to have the kids and then she'll understand that you know 
it, it was also, her, she used to be in the same position right she she was yeah. away from home for long hours she'll understand you better than exactly. someone who's never experienced um, your lifestyle yeah other things like there is career that maybe you love them and you could practice them for a period of time but then if you want to have a family you can use the same knowledge but change it yeah. like if you used to be a doctor you can start writing articles yeah. and then and books about it exactly don't don't torture your friends family and 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 people around you with your job yeah. don't make your job so brutal that it like basically puts everyone around you in a state where you feel that you know you're just ignoring them all the time and they, you, you don't have any time for them and exactly. you're always we need all kind stressed of and yeah, like, yeah we need FBI agents we mm-hmm. need people that work at night we need military people yeah, police we officers need them, right? undercover cops yeah. exactly we need all of those but you need to find the right family members exactly. to suit your job like if you're uh, a musician you can't be dating you know a dental hygienist that's always exactly. you know, in the you're same state exactly you're always going to be yeah. you're always going to be with people around but you can date an instagram model maybe yeah, yeah. Who, exactly. who travels with you because she like that if she's a travel blogger or something oh yeah she'll be cool with you yeah and also yeah. you suffer not only your partner because mm-hmm. you're going to suffer a long line for being misunderstood and also probably things end up bad right mm-hmm. you get on a divorce or a breakup so try to be realistic with your job as well mm-hmm. and then basically you got to uh take advantage of the skills you have right so say you can't find a job that is compatible with your skills i i, I give you a great example which is joe rogan right he had all these mma skills he pivoted into a mixed martial arts fighter but say you're a lawyer that can't get a job why don't you start a youtube channel on law and law topics right mm-hmm. where you i don't know i i saw a youtuber he's i think he's a pretty famous good-looking lawyer guy that basically reviews you know um like law based films he does like a lawyer film and he, and he shows you what was wrong in this TV show yeah, with how they are practicing um, yeah you law students yeah, exactly. understand concepts yeah and how to form an argument exactly yeah and they just graduate yeah. they need someone that advises them right or if you're an, an immigration adventure. lawyer and you're really passionate about immigration lawyer i mean immigration law you can just basically help you know immigrants that are coming in the country exactly. they might send you a question you can answer it or you find a question on reddit and you just answer it uh, on a youtube channel right you can pivot and create the dream job you can start your podcast you can start your business you can exactly, become a consultant yeah you might not find that job or you might be working on like a minimum wage or a job that you really don't like mm-hmm. and you're like i don't like any job mm-hmm. but i do how do i get out of this hole right yeah or you can be like uh someone who's really interested maybe on the you know the the most famous law cases and you can do like in-depth reviews and series on them mm-hmm. and do blogs and stuff about it in your free time and make that your full-time income yeah. over the next couple of years or like sell law related merchandise if that's yeah, something uh, yeah i was thinking exactly on that um yeah. i know this guy he studied medicine but then he didn't want to work on it because after eight years he realized that it was not good for his family mm-hmm. his social life he was never gonna um, he was never able to go to church so he starts selling a medical instrument mm-hmm. to um, doctors so it was only by appointment he mm-hmm. will work so little hours mm-hmm. and he easily earned ten thousand dollar a month yeah. and he found his way and he loved that even more because he loved to talk yeah so yeah he was really good and passionate and he was still updated oh, on medicine i got another good example for you there was this show i was watching i i i'm pretty sure everyone knows about it. it's called 90 day fiance Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a horrible trashy show for the most part. <laughs> yeah. I think he started yeah. watching this and he's dating like a it's like we're like a multi Yeah, yeah, couple. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's my 90 day fiance basically. Yeah. yeah. I'm All the not way here from Uruguay. for the visa. Yeah. I'm not for She's here for the K1 visa, guys. No. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm gonna get the green visa, you know. Yeah, yeah. Green card. She's gonna get the I'm green gone. card off of me. I know yeah. what she's here for. I know what her priorities <laughs> in the relationship are. Yeah, but basically there was this dude in the show. He was like in the UK, the girl was American, and they had a long distance relationship. And he knew that he'd eventually be coming to the United States, but it was a long three year process to get the visa. So he started a business on long distance relationships, because that's basically what he was going through. And mm-hmm. he sold merchandise and clothing and like cups and stuff to people who are in long distance relationships and he he was passionate about that space and he created a business Uh around it by doing blogs and stuff like that so even eventually when he sold his house in the uk and moved to the united states he still had that business right Mm -hmm. he took his situation that he was in knowing that he was losing his job in korea and he created something else that's compatible with where he was moving as well right Mm -hmm. so he took a horrible situation where he's losing everything in one country and he made it great yeah. Yeah, and he made it some. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, there's people that they create these um, organizations called to talk mm-hmm. um, when they lose a um, family member that they love yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And they actually make a business out of yeah, it. Yeah, you can, you can, like, it could be divorces, right? I think exactly. Was, you can start a divorce mo- magazine. Single moms yeah. and stuff, and they start writing articles mm-hmm. and magazine. Um, how do you call this? Um, blogs and sharing their experience. And actually, they have talked to so many people and they're in the mm-hmm. same. Um, area and experiencing the same that they're like oh mm-hmm. there's nobody that talks about this right so they're writing books about yeah. it and actually they make an income out of that so if you don't have a job that takes advantage of the skills that you have just basically create that job mm-hmm. yeah find a creative way and here's the thing you can try a hundred things you can try 20 things you can try 50 things and there might even yeah. be people that's on that same yeah. like you and they're like oh you know what I also have something yeah. to and most of your ideas might fail and that's totally okay yeah yeah, that's yeah you have nothing to lose right a lot of these things are low cost if you're selling blogs YouTube channels online businesses there's such low cost businesses that you can afford to fail pretty often yeah right? so all of these you can do it like while having that job that you don't like mm-hmm. 9 to 5 or at night whatever time it is mm-hmm. and then the other hours that you're not working work on that right exactly uh, another thing is uh your nine to five job or whatever time you work, eight mm-hmm. to four or maybe you got eight like to a seven or graveyard shift. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's your time, you know, where you're earning your income. That job might not be going in any proper direction, right? You might not have a future uh it could be a dead end job. But any time after that is is basically it's your time. It's your time. Right. It's it's money that you're invest I mean it's time that you're investing into your future. Mm-hmm. Right. Even if it's just one hour a day from like, you know, five to nine, you find just one hour, half an hour a day, that adds up over periods of years uh-huh. into income, right? You find something that you can sell as profitable. Maybe you try for like six months and you're unable to find a product that sells, but then maybe one but year you later find all the ones yeah. that don't sell. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You find you all have the business. less yeah. that don't work. <laughs> you're just basically finding stuff that doesn't work out for you till you find something that's you know, you can sell and it'll eventually become a, a, a full-time income. It'll be a series of products or services that you're selling mm-hmm. that will become a full-time income within products that you're interested in, whether it's politics or, you know, finance. It can be anything. Um, this reminds me that sometimes within the process of failing, you find out that thing that works. Like, people yeah. that it's like, oh, um, I have this product, but I don't know where to sell it. Mm-hmm. And then they realize... Instead of trying to sell my product, but I don't create a platform where exactly. I can sell this kind exactly. of product. Yeah. And you're like, oh man, like here's my million yeah. dollar idea, right? You're eventually going to get it, right? And there's, there's nothing wrong with testing stuff out, mm-hmm. right? It's free to test out a lot of these ideas. So you basically work... There's no embarrassing yeah. and there's no shame. Yeah, there's no shame. Yeah, just don't tell everyone about it. Yeah, if yeah. you're worried about it as well. If, you, if you're worried yeah, about people judging. Yeah, you worked on it yeah. for years and yeah. then something's going to work out. Yeah, nobody's going to judge you if you're successful. They, like no, Everyone forgets about your failures, basically, once they see mm. your success. 
Yeah. So work on it on a daily basis and dedicate a certain amount of time till it becomes a success. Set a goal for yourself for that day. Get that goal done and then go mess around. Yeah, go chill. Go spend time with your family. Go spend time with your friends. But just do one thing a day that moves you in the direction of that full-time income and in, in, in something that you're, you know, passionate about and, and, and it has to be something that you enjoy as well. Uh, now we can actually get to the point where we're going to talk about getting a job. Say you want to be an employee, for example, right? Say you want to be an employee for the rest of your life and you don't want to worry about any of this side hustle stuff. You know, you don't want to worry about, you know, finding products and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that's that's a totally viable option. Some mm-hmm. people just want to be employees. Uh, but he, a lot of my friends and a lot of people around me aren't getting the jobs that they want because I don't think they are promoting themselves and advertising themselves in a way that is attracting the right employers and the mm-hmm. and the people that want to hire them. So we got a bunch of things written out over here that are going to help you. So you need to get an entry-level job in an industry with your skills and experience. It doesn't have to be you know, your dream job. It doesn't have to be the job that the income is where you think it needs to be at for the moment, but it needs to be something that takes advantage of your skills in an entry-level way, right? It doesn't matter if it's below the market value, but just get your foot in the door, right? Mm-hmm. And then basically upgrade your skills and upgrade your paycheck relatively quickly. Within a few months or years, you should be getting new jobs and, and constantly upgrading your income. Um, now, how is this low skill version of yourself? Like you don't have a lot of skills. Uh, like how are you basically gonna find this job? And I think the reason that most people don't get the job offers they want is because they don't treat applying for a job like sales. You gotta have mm-hmm. a sales mentality, like almost like a salesman, right? You gotta treat it like sales. You can't just be applying for like 10 jobs a day and being like, oh man, I didn't get hired. I've been applying for 10 jobs a day for like yeah, a month. Yeah, there it plays it. Yeah. Um, the 10x rule, right? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta apply. You the, do uh, more that you think it's gonna yeah, be gotta necessary. Yeah, you gotta 10x to and then that. 10x that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you gotta be thinking about applying for 200 jobs a day if you wanna get a job really quick within a week, right? So you gotta apply for something like 200 because 100 of them are not even gonna look at your applications. As soon as you apply for 100 of them, it's gonna toss your applications into the garbage. Mm-hmm. And then out of the 100 that do, maybe 10 are interested in you and they call you up. And then maybe you get three interviews after those first initial calls, right? Uh-huh. And out of those three interviews, you might get one job, right? So if you apply to 200 jobs a day, Monday to Friday, you might have... be fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't be lazy. Yeah, don't so... be lazy. Yeah, treat it like a full-time job. Exactly. Like, like, like nine to five, you're just applying. Yeah, Monday to Friday, you might have five uh, opportunities over there and you mm-hmm. pick the best one, right? And you can ma- even make them bid against each other because you have five offers. You can be like, hey, this guy offered me this much. And you'll get a an idea of where you, you mm-hmm. stand in the in the market, basically. And it helps your self-confidence when you actually have offers in hand and you just don't have one job offer. And an easy way to do this is people spend a lot of time just applying to like one large company where an application can take you the whole day. You can do that, but leave that to the end of the day. The first thing you gotta do is go to all the job sites, filter the, all the jobs that were posted within 24 hours, and then click the quick apply button, there's another filter for apply quickly where you can just drop your resume and cover letter easily on all these jobs and go and apply to all the 200 jobs mm-hmm. that were posted on all these websites, whether that's LinkedIn, Indeed, Monster, it doesn't matter. Just pick all the job sites, it can be like on Facebook, postings, it doesn't really matter what website you're using, just apply to all of them and then do the big bulky interviews and, and, and applications that take hours to complete. 
Um, now, once you're actually in the interview, there's a few things that you got to do. You always have to look your best. Yeah. You can't go in looking like a slob. You got to suit up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got you to suit up. You like wear your best clothes. Make sure mm-hmm. it's a suit that fits you. Guys, suits aren't baggy anymore, right? You got to take that in. Slim fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't be wearing ugly shoes. You know, wear some nice socks, right? Make sure your shoes are clean. Yeah. Like, like Chris said, like, treat this like a cell. Well, yeah. you are the product. Yeah. So... You always see realtors, they're wearing a suit for no reason. Uh-huh. They're trying to look their best, right? They're trying to look the part of a realtor. They don't have to. They can just wear a t-shirt and jeans, but they always come in suits because they're trying to look professional, right? Or if you're a woman, just you go in a dress. You don't trust your company yeah. to someone that wears a shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you're a woman, go and wear a dress, but don't wear a dress showing a lot of cleavage and like a really short because they might get the wrong impression of you, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're a guy, you know, never go into a interview with your like shirt all the way buttoned down with your chest popping off it, you're seeing your hair and stuff like that. I'm not trying to seduce your interviewees, right? You're trying to get a job no. over here, right? No. So always dress your best and make sure it's modest and appropriate. Then and then you, keep that. If yeah. you get the job, keep it. Yeah, Breathe. keep it up. Keep it up. Yeah, be presentable, right? Um, and then always ask a lot of questions. So come in with a list of questions that you're going to ask them. And then also present yourself with humility and confidence. And go in to impress, but you don't have to be cocky. You don't have to be like, oh, I did this, I did that. Because that's mm-hmm. just going to turn people off um, from the way you're behaving yeah, in the also, interview. Yeah, and also, you need to research about the company, yeah. right? Be prepared for any question that they're going to ask you, right? Re- investigate the company and say things about the company that they didn't even think you would say. Exactly. Yeah. Um, research them They on might Google. ask yeah. you, they might not. But yeah. it's good that you say like, oh... Um, I want to work here because I saw um, the vision of the company is aligned with this, which mm-hmm. is also aligned to my objective in my life mm-hmm. later on. And yeah. I think I can learn this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and then don't sh- go without knowing what the company did yeah. the last five years yeah. and, and where and, it's going. And actually come in with a plan. Like say you're going in for a marketing job. Formulate mm-hmm. a plan of how you're going to make the company more money. Exactly. Impress you need them. to be valuable. So yeah. like, oh, pull out your laptop. If I get this guy or this yeah. girl... They're actually going to add value. Create a flowchart. Yeah. yeah. Stand out from everyone. Your resumes and couple letters have to stand out. Throw a picture in over there. If you're a good looking guy, a good looking girl, throw in your picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stand out. Make sure you're... Put your gym membership yeah. so they know that you go to I know gym. people say that, you know, uh, yeah, your uh, your resumes and couple letters shouldn't have pictures. They should just be one page. Change the format. How Like, like make sure it stands out. Everything you do, like the way you present yourself, make sure you, you know, wear something that leaves a good impression. It doesn't have to be expensive, but... Make sure you leave a good impression on everyone, right? Um, and then also, you gotta go in with the right mindset as well. You can't be so like depressed if they reject you uh, and and they don't give you the job. You gotta think of it like you're asking a girl out. You know, she might say no, but she's never gonna know unless you ask, right? So if they don't call you back, that's totally cool. You gotta repeat the process till you find a job that fits your lifestyle, family, and where you think you're your money could grow within that industry and mm-hmm. company, right? And uh, you repeat the same process with a side hustle. You, uh, with a side hustle, you're just basically trying to it's find... It's never a, stopping. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to find a product or a service that sells that can provide you with the, the lifestyle and income and investments that you can make in the future. Uh, but it, it needs to be compatible with your job or your side hustle, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever you're doing. Um, also, something um, maybe your whole dream job is a um, side hustle that company that you want to create right but you need something to sustain yourself 
Sometimes you can find a job that maybe doesn't pay you well, but the knowledge is going to be so good for mm-hmm. that side thing that you want to do, right? Yeah. So maybe you want to start importing and exporting, mm-hmm. and you start working kind of like a trucker in an international company, but you learn so much being there and how everything is done, mm-hmm. that then you quit, but then you have that knowledge that you can learn in university mm-hmm. and courses, so yeah. Yeah, so that's basically it. The whole, I guess, conclusion to this whole episode is, Find a job that's compatible with your lifestyle and increases your income. You're mm-hmm. over here, right? So if you're in that company, ask for a raise or find another job that is willing uh, to pay you what you think you're worth, right? Research and what you you're worth. And you need to be worth yeah. <laughs> something. You gotta be. You gotta make sure you're worth it. <laughs> yeah. And you uh, like how you know, like the best way to find out how much you're worth is basically by seeing how much value you're bringing to the company, how much money you're bringing to the company, and seeing mm-hmm. that, oh, okay, I can justify asking for this much money. And if every year, like, you've been there more than a year or semester, quarter, whatever, mm-hmm. um, if you had increased that, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're the same, it doesn't make a sense, right? You haven't grown at all. Exactly, yeah. I think that's it. We're going to wrap this episode up. Thank you guys for joining us on this uh, <laughs> adventure where you're going to find a job that you love as much as sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah your dream job, yeah. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Buenas noches. Buenas noches. time over here in Canada. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We enjoyed uh, this episode and talking to you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take care. See you next. Yeah. Oh, and happy Cinco de Mayo for... <laughs> it's <laughs> not Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, okay. it was in the past. Yeah, for all Yeah, we, we had a really nice lunch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Take care, guys. Bye.